You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of What's Up Broadway podcast, brought to you by the Broadway Podcast Network. My name is Ayana Prescott, and I am a theater producer, journalist, founder, and BPN's audience engagement and editorial coordinator. What's Up Broadway is a weekly podcast hosted by me, and I will be joined by rotating co-hosts Martine Acuna and Christian Lewis. What's Up Broadway will feature industry-breaking news, Broadway interviews, what's trending on theater socials, and fan Q&As. Today, I am joined by our marvelous co-host, Martine, who is a podcaster at Backstage Talk and a musical theater and film assistant director. Martine, I am so happy that you are part of this show. Thank you, Ayana. I am so glad, honored, and happy to be part of What's Up Broadway, and we have so much to discuss today. So first and foremost, Broadway is back. Passover Passover became the first play to reopen Broadway after a year of shutdowns caused by the COVID-19 pandemic. Passover opened at the August Wilson Theater on Wednesday, August 4th, and it was one of the greatest joys of my life to be in that room, experiencing a show written by Antoinette Inwando. I am so excited and so happy for you, uh, for Passover and this amazing production. Broadway has a, such an historic season planned for reopening. In addition to Passover, we have Lackawanna Blues reopening the Samuel J. Friedman Theater on September 14th, Chicken and Biscuits reopening Circle and Square on September 23rd, Thoughts of a Colored Man reopening the John Golden Theater on October 1st, Trouble in Mind reopening the American Airlines Theater on October 29th, Clyde's reopening the Helen Hayes Theater on November 3rd, and Skeleton Crew to follow Lackawanna Blues at the Samuel J. Friedman Theater on December 21st. The greatest thing about this is all these plays are written by Black playwrights. It's so historic, and I'm so proud that Broadway is coming back in this way. It's such a phenomenal lineup, and I'm excited to see literally every one of these productions. Broadway is also welcoming Is This a Room and Dana H. to play in repertory at the Lyceum Theater. Is This a Room will begin previews on September 24th and Dana H. starts previews on October 1st. Really excited for Thoughts of Colored Man starring Delon Burnside. 
This show was written by one of the boldest voices in the industry right now, the one and only Keenan Scott II. He will be making his Broadway debut with this play, and he spent 15 years writing this show, and it's finally coming to Broadway. I'm excited about Chicken and Biscuits too, and also I've heard that the Passover previews have been phenomenal, so I'd love to see that show. And what about you, Ayana? Well, obviously Passover, which I attended the first preview. Literally, I cannot explain the joy that was in that room. There was a standing ovation before the show even started. Um, Cody, who is the stage manager, like lit up the room when he said, welcome back to Broadway. Um, and there was, after the show was finished, there was a five minute standing ovation. So it was literally incredible to be part of that. I made my Broadway debut as one of the co-producers on that show. And it's been an absolute joy of my life to learn from our lead producer, Matt Ross, and the rest of the Passover team. I am also excited about Chicken and Biscuits, as you are, starring Michael Yuri, Norm Lewis, and Cleo King. The play written by Douglas Lyons is already making history. At the age of 27, Jalen Levingston becomes the youngest Black director in Broadway history. Isn't that incredible? It is. I'm so very happy to see uh, Jalen make history. In addition, 18 artists of color will be making their Broadway debuts in Chicken and Biscuits. So they're really, really bringing it. And I'm so excited for that show to open. It's something that should not be overlooked and something I hope continues to happen on Broadway. Speaking of casting, there is a host of casting news that recently has been announced. Martine, why don't you run it down for us? Ooh, okay, okay. Because these are bombs. So, first, Adrian Warren is coming back to Tina, the Tina Turner musical, for a limited engagement. Moulin Rouge has announced their new sateen. So Karen Olivo is being replaced by Natalie Mendoza. Natalie is returning to Broadway after last appearing in Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark over 10 years ago. She did, however, play China Doll in the Moulin Rouge film, so she's already familiar and connected to this story. Waitress also announced casting, so a lot of their original cast is coming back. Drew Gelling, Eric Anderson, Charity Angel Dawson, Christopher Fitzgerald, Caitlin Houlihan, Dakin Matthews, and Joe Tippett will join Sarah Bareilles when the show opens for a return engagement at the Ethel Barrymore Theater on September 2nd. Just yesterday morning, we received news for Town Broadway and North American Tour. Reeve Carney will return as Orpheus, Andre DeShields as Hermes, Amber Gray as Persephone, and Eva Noblezada as Eurydice will return to Town Broadway when they reopen on September 2nd. Tom Hewitt will replace Patrick Page as Hades, but don't worry, Patrick fans, he will return to the show on November 2nd. The North American touring production of Town will star Drama Desk Award nominee Nicholas Barash as Orpheus, Morgan Shiaban Green as Eurydice, Tony Award winner Levy Kreiss as Hermes, Kimberly Maribel as Persephone. Very, very excited to see her. Fun fact, her father is my Block Association president, which is crazy. <laughs> we literally grew up together. Um, so it's v I'm very excited to see her um, in this role. And Olivier 
Award nominee Kevin Morrow as Hades. The North American tour of Hades Town will kick off with its official opening, taking place Friday, October 15th at Washington, D.C.'s Kennedy Center for a three week engagement and continue to over 30 cities in its first season and more to be announced very, very shortly. And everyone I know is excited about this. The Wicked concert also announced an air date and a superior cast list. PBS will present Wicked in Concert, a musical celebration of the iconic Broadway score on Sunday, August 29th at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The evening will be co-hosted by Wicked's original Broadway stars, Christian Chenoweth and Idina Menzel. Performances by Ariana DeBose, Cynthia Erivo, Rita Moreno, Isaac Powell, Amber Riley, Jennifer Nettle, Alex Newell, Ali Stroker, and more. Oh my goodness, just reading those names. It's like it's big. It's, it's huge. so big. Yes. <laughs> it's huge. I cannot wait for the comments that will be birthed on theater Twitter on that night. Speaking of theater Twitter, Ayana, last week you said theater ablaze and everyone went nuts with your vague tweet that said something huge is brewing theater Twitter. You were trending on TikTok and everyone guessed for days what it was you were referring to. We finally heard part of the news, right? Yeah, Martine. I didn't expect it to travel that way. Um, <laughs> I literally just posted it on Twitter thinking, okay, a few people would uh, take to it, but then it transferred to theater TikTok and theater <laughs> Facebook, and it was like all over the place. And my DMs literally blew up to the point where I had to like shut them off. It was insane. Uh, for some reason, I always get Broadway information before a lot of people do. And this news in particular made me really excited. And I know theater Twitter would be equally excited. So I decided to tease it a little bit. Well, lucky you that you get information <laughs> before everyone else. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know why it comes to me. It just does. <laughs> I won't tell my secrets, but it does absolutely come to me. Broadway World actually broke the news that Funny Girl, the long rumored Broadway revival is happening in 2022 with performances aiming to begin on April 2nd. Do you like Funny Girl, Martine? It's a nice classic. It's not my favorite, <laughs> but I mean, it's nice. Like Fanny Price is a nice character and I think we all want to be part of that show in college. I don't know if after college, but... <laughs> It's a nice classic. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like the book needs a little bit of work, but like you can't, you can't change it. It is a classic and who knows what happens with the rights of that show and what you can and cannot do. But this revival will be directed by Michael Mayer with Michael Rafter serving as music director. Choreography is by Eleanor Scott. Yes, a Black woman. There is casting still taking place, but Fanny Bryce and Nick Arnstein have already been cast. While I can't discuss what I know, I believe fans will be extremely, extremely happy with the lead cast. Well, I think it's going to be big. Like, Those two characters need to be big. And I know that theater Twitter will blow up again as soon as they are announced. 
Mm-hmm. I am very looking forward to other piece of news we're referring to. In the meantime, let's talk about shows that are in development. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I know how much you love Titanic, and we could f- be finally getting the long-awaited Broadway revival. I am so excited about that. You have no idea. I literally stalk the revivals of Titanic's just waiting for that show to come back. Everyone I know knows that how much I love that show, and we need that show to come back. So whoever's listening, make it happen. <laughs> Hopefully, I know it will. So according to the Broadway briefing, the Titanic revival is in development under the Broadway Ship of Dreams LLC, and it's going to be produced by Cody Lassen and Chun Shu Shin. The Tony Award-winning musical is based on the famous sailing and sinking of the Ship of Dreams, and the production usually uses a 20-person ensemble. Hopefully, we will get more news about casting calls soon. Ooh, that's so exciting. Literally one of the best musicals, hands down. Don't anyone argue with me. I stick to my <laughs> points. Also announced recently is the Notebook musical and K-pop that will both have pre-Broadway runs. The Notebook musical features music and lyrics by singer-songwriter Ingrid Michaelson with book by playwright Becca Brunstetter. The show, based on the blockbuster film, will have a run at the Chicago Shakespeare Theater from March 15th to April 24th. K-pop will receive a pre-Broadway engagement at the Anthem in Washington, D.C. Are you excited about any of these shows? I am so excited about The Notebook. Like, I mean, every single millennial teenager, I think, cried with that movie. I personally cried a lot of times watching that movie, so I'm Same. really excited about this 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 musical and this adaptation. Are you? Yeah, I I, I put it on Twitter yesterday. I said, <laughs> even if, even if no one will come with me to Chicago, I'm going to see The Notebook, and that also brought on a lot of responses. Like, we'll come with you. We'll come with you. Just tell us. We'll book a ticket. Um, and then you know, a reading already happened of. The Notebook musical, mm-hmm. um, and people are saying that bring your tissues, get ready. This musical is the one to beat. So we'll see. Okay, I'm gonna cross fingers, and I'm going to save up a lot because I am joining you going to Chicago. <laughs> Let's go. 
And there is still so much happening. So at the end of last month, the Broadway League announced that the owners and operators of the 41 Broadway houses were going to require vaccinations from audience members, crew, staff, and cast members through performances until October this year. Masks will also be required inside the theater unless the patrons are in the designated areas for eating and drinking. A warning was sent out to actors too. Those who aren't fully vaccinated will not work. So people, safety is a priority right now. So get your mask, use your masks and enjoy the show because Broadway is back. Yes. I, and I'm, I'm like... I'm on the verge of tears saying that. <laughs> I'm really <laughs> excited about that. And I just love that shows are getting pre-Broadway engagements again. Casting announcements are rolling in. The 2019-2020 Tony Award are set for September 26th. There is also some awards that are giving to outstanding shows, artists, or organizations. Here is a list of the special Tony Awards that have been recently been announced. So first, Fred Gallo, the president of PRG Scenic Technologies, one of the leading suppliers of scenery and automation for theatrical productions. We've seen his work in The Phantom of the Opera, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, Wicked, and Beauty and the Beast. Second, Irene Gandhi is the first black female press agent to be part of the Association of Theatrical Press Agents and Managers. She is also a producer, and since the start of her career in 1968, she has worked on over a hundred shows on Broadway. She is gold. <laughs> <laughs> Then we have Beverly Jenkins. She is a stage manager who has worked not only on the Broadway hit Hadestown, but on A Bronx Tale, Amazing Grace, Shrek, Holler If You Hear Me, In the Heights, The Lion King, and so many more shows. Beverly is also the co-founder of Broadway and Beyond. Then we have Woody King Jr., founder of the New Federal Theater, whose mission was to introduce artists of color and women to the American theater mainstream. We also have Graciela Danielle. She received a Lifetime Achievement Tony Award for her work as a director and choreographer. We have seen her work in Nanny Get Your Gun, Once on This Island, among others. And finally, we, no, not finally, we're not there yet. We have an actress, comedian, and activist Julie Halston, who received the Isabel Stevenson Award. We have one organization and two final shows that have received these special awards. We have the Broadway Advocacy Coalition, the arts-based advocacy nonprofit that is dedicated to build the capacities of individuals, organizations, and communities to use storytelling to dismantle racism and the systems that promote it. We have David Burns' American Utopia, a show that features 11 diverse musicians, including David Byrne, This production arrived to Broadway in the 2019-2020 season and will be back in the Great White Way next month on the 17th of September. I'm actually excited about that show too. Mm -hmm. And last but not least, we have Freestyle Love Supreme, a show that was born in the basement of the drama bookshop and worked its way to the Broadway stage. It will be back for a limited engagement with previews beginning on Thursday, October 7th, and performances will run until Sunday, January 2nd, 2022. They have a great run. 
These special recipients were recently announced by Heather Hitchens, president of the American Theatre Wing, and Charlotte St. Martin, president of the Broadway League. Congratulations to them all. I am very, very proud to hear so many recognizable names be a part of this um, this award ceremony finally yeah. coming My in week. September, only <laughs> two years later. Yeah. <laughs> I also want to highlight The Show Must Go On, a documentary film from Dory Berenstein and Sammy Kennelt. The premiere was held at the Majestic Theater, benefiting the Actors Fund. The documentary follows the companies of the world tour of Phantom of the Opera and the South Korean tour of Cats. Both in South Korea, the two productions pushed forward safely in the early days of the pandemic when the rest of the world was shut down. How brave. I know, right? Make sure to check out broadwaypodcastnetwork.com for new episodes, including The Producer's Perspective with Ken Davenport as he details the advice he received at the start of the Broadway shutdown. Variety's Stagecraft's latest episode features a deep dive into what theater needs now. The Theater Podcast's latest episode features Tanisha Harris, a singer-songwriter who received a four-chair turn on The Voice. Break at Bat's latest episode includes Sierra Boggess of Phantom of the Opera and The Little Mermaid on Broadway. Equity One, Broadway's Happy Hours latest episode, goes behind the scenes with Benji Rivera of Moulin Rouge and Greg Dassenville of Dassin Vogue. And finally, E-Ticket to Broadway chats it up with Adrienne Walker of Lion King on Broadway about her love for Disney. BPN will also hold their next live event, Broadway Reborn, a celebratory welcome back, featuring many of the original cast members of Cats and several of the Grizabellas from over the years. Hosted by Mike Abrams from the Wrong Cat Died podcast, this live event on Saturday, August 21st, will benefit Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS. Visit bpn.fm slash cats live to tune in and set your reminder. Now to end, let's get into a little bit of fan Q&A. Every week, What's Up Broadway? One of the co-hosts will put out an ask to fans for questions and we will answer them at the end of each show. First up, Carson Lambert on Twitter asked us about online Zoom theater and how our experience with it has been. Did we see anything that we thought went above and beyond substitution for live theater and really elevated the meaning quality of work? I think for me, um, first of all, thank you to the people who have been creating Zoom and online theater. I know that that must have been very difficult to get together people online and to produce such great work. And I feel like fake friends who produced um, Circle Jerk and This American Wife have got it down pack. Like they are the optimum of the best of online theater and what online theater is capable of. And Circle Jerk was one of the Pulitzer Prize finalists in drama. So I'm not the only one who thinks that they're the best of the best. So I'm really excited um, about what they have coming. And if you haven't seen This American Wife or Circle Jerk, 
hit up fake friends on Twitter and find out how you can see it because it's worth it. How about you, Martine? I actually just remembered that I watched Ratatouille, the TikTok musical, and I loved it. But live theater is so hard to move it into a digital space unless it's a pro shot. So I saw Hamilton, the pro shot on Disney Plus, and yes, it made me feel a little bit like I was inside the theater and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Part of like the choreography and the staging was lost because of the jump cuts on the shots from mm-hmm. a, a wide shot to um, a character's face or something. I think that both uh, a pro shot and this uh, productions that came online during the pandemic are being so brave. Mm-hmm. So, so brave just to put stuff out there um, and to like keep being an active artist during the, the shutdown. But yes to pro shots and yes to making theater accessible, especially Broadway theater, um, online pro shots, Zoom theater. All of this is making sure that people who are not in New York or not on the West End have access to um, huge productions that they may not ever see. And I hope that this continues beyond uh, live theater coming back. And that happened to me. Like I saw the um, the new Seas Pro shot when it was uh, released on, on cinemas. I saw it here in Colombia. And it's a show that I will probably won't see on a Broadway stage. I may see it on a regional stage or other uh, small stage, but not on like with the big Broadway production. Mm-hmm. So having pro shots... Is a, is a great way to create theater accessibility. And for me, it meant like my whole world during the pandemic when, when Hamilton was released. And it, it made me feel close to theater again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did you like turn down the lights and everything when you watched Hamilton? And I, <laughs> I binged like three <laughs> bowls of popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I mean, I didn't have the popcorn, but I turned off the lights. I put the sound up on the speakers. It was amazing. Lastly, Matthew Jordan asks, what off-Broadway shows do we think will move to Broadway? Well, I've heard some rumblings. I can't confirm, can't deny. A strange, (laughs) (laughs) you know, a strange loop may or may not be moving to Broadway. But when I saw a strange loop, The first thing I said was, this needs to be on Broadway. It is a little risky, but it's time for Broadway to take risks. And Michael R. Jackson, who wrote the book, the music, and the lyrics for this show, put his foot into this show, and it definitely deserves to be on Broadway. I also feel like the last five years has had a production everywhere but Broadway. I mean, there's even a film with Jeremy Jordan and Anna Kendrick, and we don't, it's never been on Broadway. It's been off Broadway on the West End on tour, and we've never gotten a Broadway production. And I think it's time that we got the last five years on Broadway. What about you? I actually saw in January 2020 an, uh, the off Broadway production of Romeo and Bernadette. The, the book and lyrics were written by Mark Saltzman. Uh, and 
Justin Russ Cohen was the director and choreographer. I had a friend that was Romeo there, so shout out to Nikita Bernstein. And I just loved this production. I just loved it. The cast was amazing. The, the, the book, the lyrics, the music were all so clever. And I'm really excited because I think they did announce that they were moving to Broadway. So I am really excited. And hopefully Nikita will have his Broadway debut with this show. And I know that a lot of the other cast members were also having not only their off-Broadway debut, but probably will have their Broadway debut. So this show, for me, it was just fun, relaxing, and I just loved it. So fingers crossed that this production moves into a Broadway house. Fingers crossed, because you're not the first person I heard that from. Well, thank you, Martine. Thank you, Ayana. I loved it. And thank you all for listening into our first episode of What's Up Broadway. You can learn more about What's Up Broadway at bpn.fm slash WUB and connect with us on Twitter at B-Way Pod Network. Please make sure you follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Leave us a rating and tune in next week for another episode of What's Up Broadway. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.